Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to the Mountains of Magic podcast, your place for Walt Disney World tips and tricks. I'm your host, Danielle, and this is episode 48, How to Avoid Those Crowds at Walt Disney World. Hello everyone, I hope you are having a fantastic day and I thank you as always so much for listening in. So this is probably one of the main requests I get with booking Walt Disney World travel for people or something that's high up on their necessities list and that's, well, when can I go that it's not so crowded? And to be honest with you folks, Walt Disney World is always crowded. It's always a time for vacation for someone. You're never really going to walk into an empty park unless you have some special behind the scenes, you know, stuff that you know about or connections that you have. However, there are definitely ways to go when there's lesser crowds or to take paths and do things so that you're not just enthronged with people all around you. So that's kind of what I'm sharing today. So no, there's not a time when there are no crowds and you can avoid them completely. But I got 10 tips for you today to hopefully make it feel like those crowds are a little less. Okay, the biggest one, tip number one, and probably what's most in your control is just going to Disney World at a time Time that isn't as busy. There's not really a non-busy season. Um, and on an earlier episode, I shared a lot about when should I go. That's a great one to go back and listen to because I kind of talk through each month of the year and different events going on that month. Um, so for example, one of the months I'm going to tell you you can try to go that's a little less crowded is January. However, you don't want to go during school breaks. So you don't want to go on MLK weekend because you're going to have lots of locals there as well. You probably don't want to go on the Disney Marathon weekend. That's early in January. Um, so there's always things to think about even just saying that. But good rule of thumb for Walt Disney World, a least less crowded time to go is going to be when kids are just returning to school. Because here in the States, if your kid goes back to school January 5th, you're probably not pulling them out of school January 7th, 8th, and 9th to go on a vacation. You could have just done that on Christmas break. Same thing when kids return back to school after summer. People are just less likely to pull their kids out of school to go on a trip. So predominantly looking at months like January or late August, September can be really good times where there's just not going to be as many people. Again, you got holiday breaks in there to consider. um, But one way to really kind of track this if you're not using a travel agent is to look at ticket prices. And ticket prices for Walt Disney World, you can see what they are each day. It's variable pricing. When you see a dip in that ticket price, it's because the demand is not as high. um, And that can tend to be a time when there just aren't as many people there. And that lower ticket price can a lot of times lead to a lower resort hotel price as well. So one thing when you are asking, how do I avoid the crowds at Disney? is just to consider why you're doing that. 
So before I share my tips with you, think about like, why do you not want to have the crowds? Do you hate waiting in line? Do you not like being around a lot of people? Do high crowds mean higher cost to you? Um, And all of those are things to consider and hopefully kind of direct you into which of my tips you really want to follow for your vacation. Because why you want to pass up the crowds is a really good indicator of which of these is going to be most helpful for you. All right, tip number two to avoid crowds, I'm going to tie into dining, and that is dining at not popular peak times. Don't go to lunch at noon. Don't go to dinner at six or seven. If you will eat at, you know, three o'clock in the afternoon or nine o'clock at night for your dinner, you're just going to see things least less crowded. You're probably going to be able to get a dining reservation easier. You might be able to get a mobile order window a lot faster or walk up to a cart and grab something if you will eat at those less popular times. Another tip for this is to take your meal outside of the theme parks and go over to a resort. So this can be a great option if you're at Magic Kingdom. Instead of getting your lunch at Crystal Palace right there on Main Street, walk out and go over to the Contemporary or go over to the Grand Floridian or hop on the monorail and go to the Polynesian um, and have your lunch or have your dinner there and then hop back into the park afterwards. That can just be a really nice break from the crowds get you out of that theme park hustle and bustle. Um, And those restaurants are likely to be less crowded than if you were eating something right in the middle of the park. All right, tip three, and this goes with your resort hotel stay, is choosing a smaller resort. So that doesn't mean that you're not going to feel and see the people, um, but some resorts are just much, much bigger. And that does mean the people can spread out. But if you're all going to that same food court or that same bus stop, um, that can be something to consider. So some of these big resorts I'm thinking of are like the all-stars. So there are three separate all-star resorts resorts, but they're all kind of connected. Um, So big, massive little area there, that big, massive little area. Okay, ignore that. large area there. Uh, Caribbean Beach Resort is another resort. It's a moderate level resort, but it is just very spread out. I feel that same way about Port Orleans Riverside. Great resorts, but just a lot of space, lots of people. Now, sometimes that spread outness, that may be exactly what you want to avoid crowds because you don't feel like you're in a building on top of a lot of other people. The all-stars are more like that. These moderate resorts, they're huge to me because they are just spread out. They're only two-story buildings, so there's a lot of walking distance between where you are and may where you may want to go. So if you're trying to avoid crowds, think about staying at a resort that is maybe more compact or just that physically can't hold as many people. So my top pick for this would be Port Orleans French Quarter. It is a moderate resort. It is small quaint 
tiny, but you're just not having, you know, the influx of people that you would get at some of these value resorts. Also, I kind of have this feeling for a lot of the deluxe resorts. While they can hold a lot of people, their footprint is just not as big. So I can kind of get that little quaint, not as crowded feeling at those. So that can be a tip, especially if you're going to be spending some time at the resorts um, to choose one that isn't as large. All right, tip number four. If you want to avoid crowds, I'm going to tell you to either rope drop or reverse rope drop. Now, this goes into why do you want to avoid crowds? Do you want to avoid crowds because you don't want to stand in line? If that's the case, you need to rope drop. Rope drop is getting there as soon as the park opens. If you're staying on Disney property, that is 30 minutes before the posted opening time for everybody else. There are going to be a lot of people there, so you're not avoiding the crowds in that sense, but not as many people as will be there an hour after the park opens. So get in, get to that ride that you really want to ride, cut that line time in half or maybe by even more, um, and get a few attractions done before the throngs of people who aren't staying on Disney property also get there. Now, if you don't want, if you want to avoid crowds because you don't want to be in all that mess with people, then think about reverse rope dropping. That is coming later on in the afternoon or evening. It's still going to be crowded, um, but for a lot of these theme parks, as the night goes on, you'll see people that just can't hang and stay all day, and that's totally fine. Um, And some of those ride times will definitely lessen, um, so you can still get the perk of it coming a little later in the evening. Another tip All of these parks that have nighttime shows, which right now is three out of the four, when that nighttime show is going on, people want to watch it. They want to watch Fantasmic at Hollywood Studios. They want to watch the fireworks at Epcot and at Magic Kingdom. If that's not on your priority list, this can be a great time to go ride some rides, to go do something where a large crowd of the people in the park are watching this nighttime show and you've got the rest of the park to do your thing. So that can be a good tip. Now, in regards to rope dropping, ride times, reverse rope dropping, tip number five is utilize Genie Plus and purchasing individual lightning lanes. So it can be tough to bite the bullet and commit to spending more money at Walt Disney World. But if you want to avoid those crowds, mostly because of ride wait times, definitely encourage you utilize Genie Plus, buy the individual lightning lane for that one ride in the park. That's a hot ticket, especially if it's something that your travel party really wants to do. Um, Time is money. So if you're willing to spend the money, it can save you time and it can avoid those crowds with long, long lines. Disney Genie Plus, I've done an episode, I've done multiple episodes about it. You can go back and listen. Um, But for your budgeting purposes, you're looking anywhere between $15 and $30 per person per day. If that's worth it to you to avoid those crowds, then go for it. All right, tip number six, don't leave the park as soon as it closes. Don't leave the park as soon as that fireworks show is over is really the main thing. So after the Magic Kingdom fireworks, everyone claps. Yay. They're right there on Main Street. They're right there at the castle and they go in masses to the 
transportation and ticket center to get on the monorail to the bus stops, whatever it may be. Don't be that person. Talk about crowds. It's crazy. Wait it out. Hang around. The rides may close depending on the official park close time and when that fireworks show is over, but lots of the stores will stay open. Some quick service dining will be there for you. They want you to keep spending money so you can definitely walk around and peruse. Do that. It will save you such a headache. Isn't that much more enjoyable than waiting at a bus stop for like 45 minutes because they got to cycle through lots of buses to get to your resort? Absolutely. So highly encourage you to do that. As soon as that nighttime spectacular is over, that's when most people are leaving. You hang out, you stick around, and your exit to the parks will be much, much nicer. All right, tip number seven, find some spots just to kind of rest and get off the beaten path. So if you go back an episode to episode 47, I talk about quiet places in Disney. Um, So you're not going to find like a perfect little bubble of solace, but there are definitely spots for the most part on on kind of the edges of the park um, where you really can find a nice place to kind of sit down, relax for a second, get out of all of the stimulation, whether you need that or someone in your travel party does. Um, So that can be really nice. It's going to be crowded, but having that moment that you can just kind of step aside and recharge refreshed can be really nice. You might want to do this at a restaurant with like a sit down meal. It's still going to be crowded in there. But again, I think just getting that little reset in the middle of your day um, can be really helpful to help you get back out there and deal with the crowds if that's something you have to do. All right, now I get into some kind of smaller little tips. Tip number eight, take a boat. If boat transportation is an option for where you are going in Walt Disney World, it tends to be the least utilized. So if you're staying at Port Orleans Riverside or the Wilderness Lodge where you can boat to a theme park, take the boat. Lots of people don't. They take the bus. They drive. Take the boat. It will be... A lot less crowded in my personal experience. Um, Sometimes leaving the Magic Kingdom, taking the ferry boat instead of the monorail. Lots of people get on that ferry boat, but you can spread out. You're not on top of people like you can be sometimes in the monorail. Um, Going to Disney Springs from Saratoga Springs, take a boat. Enjoy the boat ride. Uh, So if all else fails and your transportation efforts are looking very peopley, look for a boat. See if that's an option. All right, next up, tip nine, use mobile checkout. So you can use mobile ordering for your food. It saves you from having to stand in those lines to pick up your food. Um, But you can also use it at some of the larger merchandise locations. So Main Street, main shop there, you can use mobile checkout. The Creation Shop in Epcot, you can use mobile checkout. And there's a few more spots around property. I think World of Disney in Disney Springs. You can use mobile checkout. This is going to save you so much time. You don't have to stand in the crowds of people waiting to check out. You scan the stuff yourself with the app. You pay for it with a credit card. You walk up to an exit. There's a cast member there. They'll look through, make sure you scanned everything. You're good to go. Off you go. You avoided that crowded line. All right. And then tip number 10. This is another one um, if you're willing to kind of put 
time versus money. And that is an after hours event. So I'm not talking the Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party or Not So Scary Halloween Party, because even though those have lesser capacity than a normal park day, um, I feel like you can still feel the crowdedness because people are doing a lot of the same things. But right now, Disney has brought back after hours events at Magic Kingdom and I believe some nights to um, Epcot and Hollywood Studios. And these are allowing you to hang out in the parks three hours after close. And from what I've heard, they have been fantastic. Lots of attractions and things are open. There, it's a separate ticketed paid event, so there's definitely not as many people there as on a normal park day. And if you're willing to stay up late, it can be an awesome perk. Now, in regards to this, if you are staying at a deluxe resort, there are extra evening hours for only deluxe guests. Um, it's been one night a week at Magic Kingdom and one night a week at Epcot with a couple Hollywood studios possibly sprinkled in. But again, if you can tough it out and stay up, that is included for you. So it's not an extra cost if you're a deluxe resort guest and you go on the night of the week that that is offered. Um, so I've heard nothing but good things about these two after hours opportunities. Um, and honestly, if the crowds and the people and getting those rides in is your biggest priority and, you know, the crowds are what you want to avoid, maybe you even skip a park ticket day and say, hey, instead of spending all day in Magic Kingdom with all the people, we're just going to save our money. Money, and we're going to apply it to an after hours event and we're going to go and just hit it hard for those three hours where there's not as many people. Now, double check that. Some things may be closed. You're not going to have all your dining experiences open. Um, but depending on what's important to you, that could be a really great switch out or add on to add to your vacation package. All right, so hopefully if crowds are a big caveat for you when heading to Walt Disney World, you've got some tips here that can you can use to narrow down what's really most important um, and make some decisions for your upcoming trip that will hopefully make it a little less stressful for you and bring a little more joy getting around some of those crowded spots. But as always, I thank you guys so much for listening. If you have questions or would like help planning your own magical vacation to Walt Disney World, please check out the description here. You've got my contact info, email, Instagram, Facebook. Would love to connect with you any of those places and help you with planning that magical trip. So as always, thank you all so much for listening and hope you have a magical day. Bye-bye.